Hey, this is Lorenzo Salas here with the Ignite Podcast, and I'm excited today to have Donnie Bryant. Donnie Bryant is a direct response copywriter with over 10 years of experience on the marketing battlefield. His client lists include six, seven, eight, and even nine figures in various industries from dating to debt relief, and his copy has generated over $10 million, that's right, $10 million for his clients in 2017. Donnie, how are you doing today, man? Well, I'm, I'm doing great. Donnie, I've known you to be a world-class gentleman. You bring professionalism. You bring you bring quality to your work. Donnie, I want to go ahead and ask you, give us a little personal glimpse into your life. What does your world look like today? Okay. Well, let me say, I, I feel the same way about you. I've, I've been blessed to know you. I feel like you're a world-class professional who produces amazing work. And I'm glad we've been able to work on a few things together. Wish we could have worked on more things in, in the future. Uh, who knows what will happen, but I'm I'm as excited about being on the show as you are to have me, and as excited to know you, probably more so than than you are to know me. So I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my world is well. Currently, this is going to sound kind of weird. Like I'm a copywriter, but I spend I don't spend near as much time writing as you might think. Hmm. On, on an average day, on average day, I probably sit, spend six hours doing research or reading various things, and two or three hours, depending on what's going on, two or three hours doing the actual writing. So I'm, I'm reading mm-hmm. two times or three times more than I'm writing, <clears throat> and and that, that includes a lot of things. It depends on the projects that I'm that I'm working on. I, I, I believe it's very important to understand your topic, understand your audience, uh, and understand what's going on in the market uh, and you know the history of the advertising in that space, what people are talking about now, um, so that you can speak to that audience in a way that, that uh, that's unique and and emotionally powerful, but they haven't necessarily heard a thousand times. Right. Um, so it's, for me, it's important to to read to you know find interesting angles and and powerful you know concepts that will that will break through the noise. There's a lot of noise. Did, um, absolutely. And then this, this social media world, it's compounded, right? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So uh, when you when you say you spend you spend six to seven hours, are you are you basically researching just good uh, good strategy, good techniques, or you're researching uh, the client and what what they're looking for, the project that you're working on currently, because I, yeah, I I presume at some you, you probably don't have a lot of free time. You've you've got a lot of projects that you're juggling in between. Right. So is that part of your discovery process when you are working with a new client? Yeah, there there's it's, it's probably three phases. Well, I was in phases with three different things that I'm reading when I spend my hours reading. I'm definitely doing research on the the client. Sometimes most of my clients are long-term clients, so I, I don't have to necessarily dive deep every single time. But there's there's always opportunities to learn more and to clarify things and to uh, better understand or develop new new things with that client. So there's that one thing: understanding the client and, and really getting his voice down and understanding his goals and all those things. The second thing, of course, which is maybe the most important thing, is really understanding the audience. Uh, the people we're trying to get to buy from us. So that's, that's what we do. <laughs> we're trying to get, get people to take action. So what's going to get them to take action? Well, you, you know that only by knowing them 
and kind of knowing the things that are the voices that are already speaking to them, mm-hmm. the places that they already have placed their trust, the places that have already burned them and they will never trust you. You kind of have to know those things. Uh, uh, and then the third, the third thing is, you know, I study my craft. I try to keep, keep abreast of what's going on, other, what other copywriters are doing, the, you know, the results they're sharing, strategies that they're sharing, and uh, things that are working and not working. And even if I'm not uh, talking to them directly, uh, it's usually just watching what they're doing, seeing what they're spending money on repetitively, mm-hmm. uh, and you can determine or you, with a fair degree of accuracy what oh. works and what doesn't work by what you see over and over again from the people you know are making uh, really great uh uh, numbers right 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 and that's i mean it, it, there there's a if it's a proven formula why not go with it right right why reinvent the wheel absolutely yeah absolutely absolutely you get in, you get in trouble <laughs> is sometimes trying to create something brand new yeah. uh, and you can but if nothing else you can you can take something that's established and use it to establish your own baseline and then create variations from there when you create something brand new you know you you really don't know what to expect from it you can you can uh, superimpose expectations on that, but there's there's no way of really knowing. Um, so you know you gotta it, you often should start from or establish a baseline with something that's established and understood, so that you know you know know how to improve on that, right. or you can at least take, determine how to improve on that. Right. You know, for me, and I've done, I've done uh, some copywriting, <laughs> I've spent hours trying to figure the whole yeah. thing out. Um, what, I mean, when, when it comes to copywriting, I, I, I see that a lot of, especially with people that are trying to market their business online, you know, social media, whatnot, and they're usually speaking from their perspective of the value they're bringing, uh, that they supposedly believe that their value that they're bringing to the client. Is that a mistake? Is that, is that the wrong way to approach it? What's your philosophy on that? Yeah, there, there's like a fine line there because obviously you have to speak to your own value. Otherwise, there's no reason for me to continue listening to you or to, to buy from you. Mm-hmm. But it, but your your focus should always be on the person who you want to buy from you, you the person who's reading your sales letter or who's watching your video or whatever. Uh, you have to know what their problems and pains are. You have to know what their frustrations and fears are. You have to know what their dreams and desires are. And that's where you start. It's not you don't even start from where you are. You gotta start from where they are. Uh. And that way you can you can deliver what they want. They they're only gonna give you money if you're giving them something that they want. They're not gonna give you something they're not gonna give you money for something you think is cool about you. Right. So it's just a subtle the thing that's cool about you is it does apply to them. Well, it applies to some of them, not everybody, but the people who it applies to. But you have to show them that. Uh, so you don't do that by saying, I'm awesome, I'm great, I'm brilliant. <laughs> you say, this is what you need, this is what it takes to get that, and here's why I'm qualified to deliver that for you. Yeah. Here's, you know, and here's an example of what I've done that before. There has to be a, you have to have some sort of uh, identification somewhere where you can connect at that point, Absolutely. then go from there and then say, hey, by the way, I, 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 I can solve your problem. Because look at this. When you when you started talking to your beautiful wife, you didn't walk up to her and say, man, my IQ is 200. <laughs> I can bench press 400. <laughs> you know, I can run a mile in three minutes. You didn't do any of that stuff. You know, It was like, hi, how are you doing? I don't know. I wasn't there when you got with her. But I'm assuming that you had you showed interest in her. That's a great point. And then 
your your value and hers, you know, she could begin to see you're a good guy. You're you're handsome. Everybody knows that. But <laughs> but you know, these things come about as it relates to her. You're showing interest in her, showing her value, and then it's like, okay, well, I like this guy. But she doesn't like you because you're bragging about yourself. Uh, you introduced yourself, however that works, into her world, and that's where it started from. So she got what she wanted, <laughs> you know. Not, not what you want. Well, I mean, obviously, what you want also happens, but as a result of giving her what she wants. That is that is, is that is phenomenal. And it is, as a matter of fact, uh, when our my first date with my wife, my wife always tells this story. But I actually just sat there and listened to her. For, probably about 70% of the time there. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. <laughs> and you know, what's funny was, uh, I le- later learned that principle. I don't know. It just came kind of natural to me. I just, that's just the way I was. But I heard uh, uh-huh. that same principle reiterated, uh, told by uh, somebody who said, if you want people to like you, just listen. And so true. <laughs> it's just as, that simple. But obviously, in, in copywriting, you can't just. It, it, there's a little bit of a different dynamic there. But in the in the way that you copyright, it sounds like you're saying put out there, identify with them by answering the questions in their head already. Right. You you can demonstrate to them that you're listening, even though they didn't talk to you like voice to voice to voice, a person to person. But you demonstrate an understanding of them by talking about things that they're that are important to them. So they don't have to ask you the question. You're answering it for them. Because like you said, it's the question they're already wondering about. Or it's the, the problem they're already looking for a solution for. And this guy here has some answers and a unique uh, solution uh, for my problem. I want to hear what he has to say. So again, it's not you bragging. It's you presenting something that they already have a desire for or a fear about or you know whatever. So it's still about them. So you're right. It's not obviously you can't listen. It'd be a very long blank page. <laughs> but <laughs> fill but in you, the blanks. You demonstrate. You're right, exactly, and that wouldn't do anything for anybody. But you know, you, you're demonstrating that you have listened to you know the problems that exist in the marketplace, and that person, you know, is a, is represented by that in that marketplace. So he's just going to come and hear what you have to say to those questions. And you ask the question to Google sometimes. Now, the direct marketer were not relying on Google so much. We're looking to go out and buy clicks. We're buying viewers. But they're typing the question in because mm-hmm. they want to know. They're signing up for email newsletters because they want to know. They're clicking ads because there's something they want to know about. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're just providing an answer. And it's like they're asking a question. That's and, and there there really is a, a, a strategy, a philosophy when you approach marketing on Google. It's knowing what the client is asking, not what you think they're asking Go out and right. get the information on that. That's 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 phenomenal. Let's transition a little bit here. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Thankfully, there's all this data. Um, you can you can know to a very great degree the things that your clients are looking for, yeah. the things they've expressed interest in, with with Google and with Facebook and with these other platforms. You know, they tell you a lot of that stuff. You don't have to wonder. That's amazing. Folks, if you're listening to this podcast right now, um, th- we're just dropping some nuggets, some real bombs on you here. <laughs> understanding understanding what your client is saying before you uh, before you even talk to them is, is huge. And, and what I see a yeah. lot of times in social media is that people just blatantly put out there what, you know, their value, who they are, and they're not asking the real serious question or they're not they're not getting into the heads of their their, their prospects and not getting right. much success with it. Right. It's, it's, I mean, that's, that's the 
I say all the time, the difference between a professional and an amateur is, is the research that you do. Because mm. <laughs> anybody can write something or anybody can record a video, and a lot of a lot of goofy people do, right? <laughs> but how are you? How do you guarantee you're not talking into the void? You have to talk about something important to somebody, and then get it in front of that somebody <laughs> through probably through paid advertising or whatever your, your method is. Yeah. But believe me, my first three years of uh, being a copywriter, everything I put on my blog was in the vacuum. Nobody saw that junk. <laughs> I didn't know how to promote it. I wasn't paying for it. I didn't know how, I mean, I, there's probably things that people still have never seen 10 years later because um, <laughs> I never sent anybody there and it just existed. Wow, wow. Let's transition. I have YouTube videos with three views, and I'm pretty sure that my wife was just looking at them when I was out of town or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because I didn't, I never promote them. So you know, you gotta, you gotta talk about something important, and then you gotta proactively, should proactively find a way to get drive traffic there. Right, right. And once you get the combination of having uh, answering or asking the right questions or phrasing your 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 uh, your information in a way that people are are truly interested in, and then you drive traffic you have a winning combination um let me ask you what what is your what would you say was was one of your worst moments as, as a copywriter you know maybe if you can give a a, a story of working with a client and, and maybe some some takeaways you got from that oh man i had one it's not too long ago <laughs> i'm embarrassed to tell this story and nobody knows it yet except for the client and if he if he might be talking junk about me someplace but i, I will tell this to you because we're boys. Uh, this is like last year. Uh, I had a client. This is a guy. He, he, he's an internet marketer. He's making good, a good amount of money. And he's, he's got a little bit of a reputation as, you know, as, a, as an expert. And he is. He's really smart. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, I, I reached out to him, which is something I never do. Um, but I wanted to work with him. I, I saw an opportunity. I reached out to him and said, let me take, let me take on this project for you. And uh, he said, no, nah, I don't do that. But you can do this. And so I did that. But anyway, uh, he said, I have this deadline and I need to create a, a video sales letter. Okay, fine. Here's my questionnaire. I have like an eight page questionnaire I want you to fill out so that I can get into the head of your customer. I can, I can know, uh, what's unique about you, what, what the unique, uh, selling proposition of this particular product is. I need to know these things for the reasons we just talked about. Cause I don't want to be talking to the void and you're not going to want to pay me to write something that doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Uh, I said, dude, <laughs> I should have known at this point. He he did, he never sent us. He sent it back to me, but only answered like six six of the questions. Wow! I got six pages of questions, and he was very superficial. He couldn't make the time to ask these questions. So I had to make up. <laughs> I had to make up uh, a twenty minute script um, based on kind of what I knew of him. You know, I didn't really have a great. Uh, in-depth understanding of what he was offering because he hadn't really created it yet to the phone conversation that we had, uh, which was superficial. And uh, so anyway, I I created this thing and and he kind of wanted me to model something, uh, uh, a webinar that somebody else was doing. I said, okay, I can kind of take inspiration from this. I wrote it. I thought it was pretty good, actually. He thought it was really good. And he said he was surprised by how good he thought it was because he he wasn't sure that because I came to him now. I don't, this is why I don't do that. People come to me, so they're already, uh, you know, they're already somewhat convinced that I can help them. Right. <laughs> they're somewhat convinced of my level of expertise. Right. When you go, when you go 
shoot somebody else. You know, they have to, you have to prove that to them. So I yeah. guess this is like proving to him. Yeah, and it, and it showed by him not engaging in in the discovery process, so that you can give him even better. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, that that being said, uh, I knew it wasn't as good as it could have been, but I thought it would it would work well. And uh, he ran it, <laughs> and the and the results were like were horrible. Oh, they no. were terrible. Yeah. And and for me, I'm like, uh, for me at this point, I'm, I understand not everything works. I, really, I know that you have to be able to adjust and optimize, and sometimes you know you have to throw away ideas and start start fresh. But he, <laughs> this is funny, he it didn't work. He told me this is not converting as high as I want. This is months ago, and uh, and so we're gonna have to tweak it. I said, fine, let me know. We were working on something else at the time, and I, of course, I have other clients. And uh, at some point, he turned it off and came back to me after four months of letting it sit and said, I need you to rewrite this. <laughs> at which point, I've forgotten all about what we did. And you never gave me the, the material I needed anyway. So anyway, point, the, the, how, why this is the worst thing and the takeaway from it is uh, you have to do the research. This is what I preach, and I didn't do it. I should have harassed him. I said, I cannot do this for you yeah. until you answer these questions. Yeah. I, I can't. It's impossible for me to make general uh, statements. You need specificity. You need specific benefits. You need specific outcomes. You need specific examples. Yeah. Uh, you need specific proof. And I can't do all of that just based on what another guy did, even though he's selling something entirely different. What worked for uh, someone so, else doesn't necessarily mean it's going to work for you. Right. Yeah. And, uh, he, he was pretty mad because I told him I wasn't going. I wasn't going to go back and work. I just, and not, it wasn't even about the money. At this point, I'm already on to other stuff. My my calendar is, is booked full, and uh, and I just don't have time to get back into that. I'm definitely not doing it for free. Yeah. Um, because you know this is like a, trying to get into a project that I've already forgotten about, moved away from. Yeah. And and my my policy is if you need revision, it's cool. But it's got to be with within a certain time period. Wow! Uh, so this is is bad for me because my reputation. I don't I don't need this. <sighs> well, I'm putting it out there, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't I don't I don't want anybody thinking oh, Donnie doesn't produce. No, 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 not is, at all. It's very rare. Oh, no, you know it is what it is. It is, every, what it is. every copywriter that that is anybody fails sometimes. Yeah. But this is a bad experience because I let it happen to myself. Right. And rather than trying something and it didn't work and we tweak until it works, which is, which is the normal process. You, you establish a baseline, like I was saying before, and they say, how do we make this better? Let's test this and this. This one is better. This one is worse. And then you build on, on that. But uh, because because I was so far removed from it, yeah, um, I wasn't able to, to do anything. I didn't, it, tur- it just turned out very poorly. So, oh, sorry to hear uh, that. What would you say would be <laughs> is one of your best moments as a copywriter? I'll tell you the most uh, satisfying one. I've got a lot of those, but the one that sticks in my mind the the clearest is from it's from years ago. This is maybe seven or eight years ago. So I wasn't I was still kind of a uh, I was still building my business and learning the craft. I mean, I'm never I'm always learning, but about seven years ago, uh, and I had a a client come to me. <clears throat> There's something uh, I had written in our, a guest post on a very popular newsletter, 
and uh, he, <laughs> it's funny. There was a typo in it, <clears throat> and he sent me an email to tell me about this typo. Uh, <laughs> and then he for, somehow said, "Maybe you can help me with selling this thing." He had been in business for five years and had no like no income and from this business. So it's not really in business; it's kind of a hobby at that point. Yeah, <laughs> he had an online online audience he couldn't couldn't make money from. Yeah. And he said, Maybe maybe you can help me. And we created see this is where why it works. He, I, I spent a lot of time we talked on the phone. I read all he had ebooks, a bunch of ebooks. I was able to read four or five or six ebooks, get a deep understanding of him and and his audience and what he's delivering for them. And uh we created well he created the product. I helped him sell it. It was a, it was a ten dollar product. It wasn't anything super sophisticated. Yeah, the ten dollars subscription. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and on the day that we launched it, he, <laughs> he we he he texted me. He texted an email. I think it was an email at like a, eleven o'clock and said we made nine thousand and such dollars. Wow! And I'm really excited because in the last five years I haven't made anything from this. And I made ten thousand, nine thousand dollars. He emailed me a little bit later. So we we hit ten thousand. I'm going to bed now. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 it it really tra- transforms his life. I'm not going to take credit for it because he built an audience. He has all the all the great content because he really delivers great content. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he loves his audience. He really doesn't make him tell. Um, but he just had had to figure how to switch it over to free people wanting free stuff to getting paid paying for. It. And uh, at, not too long after that, we, we continued building on that. And he was able to leave his, his job. He had worked on the university and, uh, and, and make money, you know, make his money. Um, his business was, was his source of income. That is so. Uh, yeah. And, and, and we became, we were still friends today. Um, we became really good friends in the process. Um, not just because of <laughs> making money, making like people right uh, but in the process of learning uh, about his business I got to know him and he got to know me and, and we became really good good friends and it's, and uh, it's for me that's the most satisfying thing that I that the most satisfying client experience I've, I've ever had yeah that that and it's always so gratifying to be able to deliver something to someone um, maybe they hadn't reached a certain level and, and now now you broke through with them and then you see them take off from there it's such a gratifying uh, oh, experience yeah. especially in the in the in the industry that we're in um, and, and, yeah. and our ability to use our skill sets to do that um, when we return back uh, we're gonna take a quick break when we come, come back I want you to give us a few takeaways for the entrepreneur out there how they can utilize copywriting what they need to know to utilize it in their business. Right back. Hey, this is Lorenzo Salas again with Ignite Podcast with Donnie Bryan, a direct uh, response copywriter with over 10 years of experience in marketing. Donnie, tell us, give us a few takeaways for the entrepreneur out there who's looking to use copywriter, whether he's a beginner or maybe he's got a little bit of experience some nuggets that he could utilize today. Okay. Uh, we've kind of touched on probably most of these during the course of our conversation so far. Uh, the number one is do your research. Now, if you've been in your business for any length of time, you probably know your audience pretty well. 
or at least you think you do. But you know a lot of things about them. You know what they, what products you've watched that they ate up, and which ones you watched that they <laughs> wouldn't take for free from you. Um, and hopefully you have like a CRM system or something where you have a data on them. You can uh, you can match do uh, what do you call it the match matching thing in Facebook. You can learn more and more about them. But the, mm-hmm. the number one tip that I would say is get to know your audience. Do whatever kind of research you can do. Read the reviews that people are leaving on similar products on Amazon or what the comments that they're leaving in Facebook groups that are related to your industry. Find out what they love about you know your category, the things that they're most frustrated about by people who do what you do, uh, and things like that so that you can uh, be the opposite of the bad things. You know, fix the things that they don't like. Mm-hmm. And deliver things, deliver more of the things that they really do like mm-hmm. and get to know them. And like we talked about before, uh, for again, if you were talking to your wife, you sat there listening for 70% of the date, and then she asked you to respond to something, and you uh, and you, you prove that you weren't actually listening. You were just sitting there um, and, and plotting how you're going to kiss her. <laughs> you know, she would, that would be a, a, be a, a big uh, obstacle to overcome because I thought you were listening. You're just thinking about how to, how to close the deal. And so the same thing is true here. Your your customers have told you things through your actions and your interactions. Um, mm-hmm. Now you just gotta gotta build from there and continue to make your business uh, more uh, more more of what they want, less of what they don't want, and make your marketing your your each each piece of copy each. Uh, thing that you send them, communication you send them, to be to to reflect those values that they've told you about. Um, that's number one for me. That's that's the number one. That is awesome. And in in the direct response world, this is going back decades and, and decades. There's this understanding that uh, of the response that you get to any offer, you know, you get the majority of your well, in the old in the old uh, formulation. Forty percent of the response is directly re- resulting from uh, who the audience is, mm-hmm, and forty percent mm-hmm. is what the offer is, right. and only twenty percent is what the copy and the creative is. Oh wow! So it's all about all about finding the right audience and giving them the right offer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like if you're selling <laughs> uh, Rolexes for ninety nine bucks, well, nobody will probably trust that. They'll <laughs> think it's not that. But if they could prove that it was a real thing, and I just had to sell for ninety nine dollars. Uh, you know, watch people buy them up. There's no question. Doesn't matter how good the copy is. Right. You can misspell Rolex if you want to. Yeah. <laughs> they will buy it. Um, that is. On the other hand, yeah, you, but you can't sell something they don't want, no matter how great the copy is. So it's yeah. all about knowing your people, knowing what they want. So that's number one. Figuring those things out, and it takes time, takes effort, um, but the results over time, you know, you'll see it's well worth it to get to know your people. The next thing. The next email you send out gets more opens and more clicks and more sales, and it happens continually over time uh, as you get to know them. Just like your wife, the more, the more you get to know it, the longer you've been together, the deeper in love you are. <laughs> you know, uh, the TV shows will have you thinking that you get bored with your wife, you get tired of her. That's not true, is it? No. It's not true. It's, it's funner now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you yep. enjoy life more. Yep. You understand each other more. Yep. You know, so and that's it's just 
the same thing with your customers. You get new customers, but but they're a lot of your customers are going to be. I mean, they're going to have the same characteristics. So the more you get to know your old customers, the better you understand problems. Right, and know. and the but better anyway. and the better you can formulate your message to them as as they're as they're as you're looking to acquire customers for your business. That's yeah. that's, that's and, right. and in that yeah in that process, you know, getting to know your people and and they know that you're you're looking looking out for them. And you get the testimonials, and you get referrals, and you get, you know, long-term uh, customers who keep buying from you, stick around forever. Wow. That's, that's largely coming from their, you understanding them enough to give them the next thing that they need. Yeah. Or to continue providing the things that they asked you for in the first place. Because if you don't deliver on them, they're not going to keep buying. Wow. And I, they're definitely not going to tell somebody else to buy from them. Donnie, as we as we close this broadcast, where can someone find you? Where can they where can they find you, and how do they know about the services that you provide? Okay, my website. Don't judge me because I <laughs> I don't update it all that frequently. That's okay. I'm actually working, but is Donnie Bryant dot com, um, and you can there's a contact form on there if you want to get in touch with me, or you can just read uh, read articles. I've got something like 200 on there and I, I that's my base of operation I don't do a whole lot on social media these days um, but Google likes me so if you type Donnie Bryant into Google you'll, you'll find me in multiple places alright that's DonnieBryant.com uh, Donnie-Bryant.com Donnie-Bryant.com yeah, a little hyphen between Donnie and Bryant because if you put DonnieBryant.com I think it's a mechanic in Arkansas <laughs> <laughs> or a dentist in North Carolina. I can't remember. One of those guys got to the domain before me. Tomatoes to models. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Well, thank you again, Donnie, for being on our podcast today. It was really, really uh, fun hanging out with you when we when we did last time. And, uh, you know, again, I look forward to working on the next project that I have coming up, uh, hopefully sometime Absolutely. in the near future. Um, but, again, thank you for being on the podcast, dropping some serious bombs on us on some value and copywriting for those of you who are listening to this podcast, please go out ahead and reach read, reach out to Donnie and and uh, visit his blog. I actually just posted one of the articles on my uh, fan page on the power of keeping things simple, and right. I think that was one of your latest ones, latest blog. Yeah, post. I think that's the last one, dude. Yeah, yeah. very uh, really good, really good article. Really gave me some insight. And uh, and again, thank you again for joining us on the podcast. If you are ignite, if you're listening to ignite podcast and you want to know more about where you can find us. Go visit our fan page at Ignite Marketing Agency, and uh, we'll, we'll be having our website up pretty soon as we are doing a whole reconstruction of the website and the domain name and whatnot. But again, you can go, if you want to get information now, go to visit uh, the fan page on Facebook at IgniteMarketingAgency.com. Thank you again, Donnie. Until next time. Thank you.